Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome back, all you hookers and slicers, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by 4Champ. I'm one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me as always is Nick the Stick. Nick, how are you feeling today? A lot better than Tiger. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> better than uh, Tiger. Yeah. I haven't so, been in an accident recently. Exactly. I mean, Weather's been getting a little bit better. We finally had a week uh, above zero. Oh my um, goodness, yes. Days. Yeah, I was out, outside swinging in the garage a bunch. Getting back on my speed sticks is something I'm going to commit to this uh, this spring uh, multiple times a week. Um, uh, I, we've talked about that, right? Uh, you've seen those? Yeah, yep. Yeah, so I'm going to try that. and Got a treadmill, so I'm back out. We're, I'm running, training, but uh, yeah. You know, watching a little golf here and there, but uh, yeah, it's kind of how I'm feeling. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty darn good. Like you said, the weather is getting better. It was almost 50 degrees yesterday down here. It was pretty. Wow. It was pretty nuts. Uh, a lot of snow to melt. A lot of snow to melt. Still, still a lot of snow to melt. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's it's a lot nicer than having single digit days like we had like just two weeks ago so this week we're finally kind of above freezing for pretty much the entire week so glad to see snow starting to melt even though we're not even close to having it all melted i don't even know if it'll you know we'll even see grass by the end of this week um <laughs> but but it's it's a start <laughs> you gotta start uh, I somewhere here i mean there's you can see grass like on the edges you know where the sidewalks are because because you know you're, you've already shoveled that area and, and sidewalks attract heat but yeah um but in terms of like middle of grassy fields there's still a lot of snow that that's uh, that's gonna be under snow for a little bit longer yeah but you had some uh i mean the guys out uh, on the west coast had some grass yeah yeah it was a good weekend for Wish maybe we should be out on out on the West Coast about this time of year. But uh, did you watch much of the tournament? Yeah, I watched. Um, I, I watched the the final round. Um, kept track, obviously, of the the opening rounds. But yeah, I mean, it was a it was a crazy Sunday. It was a it was a great finish to a pretty you know classic tournament at a pretty classic course. Couldn't really ask for much more than that. Max Oma taking it, taking it home, his second career victory, which uh, it looked like he wasn't going to get for a little bit there. He almost uh, screwed the pooch. Yeah, if you will. Um, yeah, it was a shootout. Yeah, um, yeah, missing. I mean, he. I mean, makes the makes the birdie on the par five seventeenth to to tie the lead, and then just. The most perfect drive you can have on 18, the most perfect approach shot you can have on 18. 
Yeah. Like, he, he stuck that ball. That was, I think, honestly, of all the times, of all the tournaments, of all the Genesis Invitationals I've watched at, at Riviera, I don't know if I've seen an approach shot on Sunday to that pin location closer than what he hit. His yeah. last shot of the tournament to set him up with a like a three foot putt to win the to win it. Yeah, and he's you know riding high. It's like oh my gosh, what a shot! He's gonna he's gonna bury this and what a finish he's gonna win. And he yeah. lips out the putt. Ugh, ugh, uh. ugh! Uh. Uh, felt so bad. Felt so bad because he's a he's a local he's a local boy. Like that's like his home course basically and. He wants. Uh, he wanted it really bad there, so he misses the birdie putt to to win. So he goes into a playoff with Tony Finau, who who shot a sixty four on Sunday. He, he he played incredible on Sunday. He, he shot the type of score that you know you go out and win a tournament with that score, and he he almost did. He he was so close to winning. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It's a great score. I like it when guys go on and play to win, and uh, I like that. So, um, yeah, it was. Uh, they both were given uh, had their chances, but yeah, you feel oh, for the for guy sure. that had it to three feet. You just feel like he was supposed to make that. And, but I don't know. I've been rooting for Tony for a long time. I mean, oh yeah, just, he hasn't quite broken through, but I think when he does, he's really gonna like the floodgates are gonna open. He's gonna win a lot. Yeah, I mean, well, he has a he has a career victory um yeah you know also he was also looking at for a second career victory and he's had so many tournaments in a row where he's finished like top 10 or whatever like right there yeah um, so close um and he had a, he had a great chance in in the playoff uh that first playoff hole max homo basically drove it against the tree trunk uh yeah. i don't know i don't know how homo got that ball onto the green from there that was ridiculous um yeah to pick it away from the tree and he essentially put like spin on that chip like like a draw spin on that chip to get it to curve up towards the green on the left it was it was insane that was a heck of a shot um and then you know they they both make pars um so you know Fino had a chance there to take advantage and you know get a birdie on that short par four tenth but couldn't quite do it um, but like I said, you know, he also, you know, maybe shouldn't have even been in the playoff because Homa, you know, missed the short putt on 18. But both players had chances, couldn't quite get it. And then on the second playoff hole, you have Homa not making the mistake of hitting into the bunker and closes it out. Yep. Yeah, it was crazy. Those guys, uh, I was just watching it. They were almost on like a similar angle, and Homa, you know, missed it on the low side left, and then Finau missed it, just tickled the right side of the cup on the high side. So it was like, yeah, he's trying to learn from him on that playoff hole on the, the putt. But yeah, you get going in the bunker. I mean, it's just unfortunate. And yeah, it's PJ Tour, these guys are good. You got to. Go out and play for birdies. You got to play aggressive. That's kind of what I'm always working on too. Is just not, you know, not playing defensively, um, but being able to strategically play aggressive. You know, yeah. Uh, play for birdies with confidence. Not play to win instead of playing not to lose. Yep, and that's that's always a tough thing for 
amateurs to to really be able to do um, and do it successfully, I might add. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's one thing to play aggressively um, yeah. when you're playing like casual rounds. But when you start getting into tournaments... Um, you start you start getting that like oh my goodness I'm I could really screw up here and get a big number <laughs> on this hole right if I Wait, if, do I have to put my name by that number <laughs> uh, when we're done what if I put it on my uh, partner's scorecard does that count <laughs> yeah but yeah you had some good picks I mean it looks like you uh, definitely kicked my butt again Rory missed the cut I mean all three of my guys missed the cut but uh, so not a good week for me until the last my bringing it up the rear pick but yeah DJ minus six not a great week but good enough to beat me my Rory no missed the cut and you had Victor uh, had our was our best pick of the week at minus seven to Maverick McNeely bringing it off Pebble Beach missed the cut. And then uh, Tim Whiting did me a solid and brought it up the rear at plus seven to your Matt Matt Jones at minus six. You were, you were right in that little range, minus six to minus seven. Yeah. Very yeah. consistent. <laughs> yeah. Well, another win. Another win for stay and play. Yeah. Two weeks in a row you got two out of three. Yeah, I've got a uh, I've got a nice uh, beginning of the year going right now. I've had, yeah, uh, well, I got the, yep. the sweep to start the year, and then uh, and then yeah, I've won three other three other weeks. Four, four of six. Yeah, it's a good start. Good start. Feel like yeah. I'm uh, early. I did, you know. Yeah, yeah. The question is, have I peaked too early? <laughs> <laughs> that is the big question. Yeah, as always, the question, you know, don't don't peak too early. It's a long season there, big guy, big shooter. Wait, this ain't this ain't a sprint. What? But, but it's always as as we Brewer fans know, it's a long season, and it, we'll see what happens in October. No oh, man, I'm like <laughs> this is this is one year that I'm I'm just un like I. I I'm just really excited for like baseball. I don't know why. Like, yeah. This year, just I don't know. Just last year, you know, I, I'm not really a big baseball guy, but um, just the fact that we didn't, you know, we didn't really get to tailgate last year or go to games, especially with me living in Milwaukee. That's a it's a fun thing to do. Brewers tailgating. Um, so after the year we had, like I'm you did that quite a bit, like in 2019. Yeah, I mean, a couple times when I could, for sure. Um, yeah. But it's it's just a fun summer activity to do. Um, yeah, I think I only went to one Woodchucks game. But uh, it's definitely not the Brewers. No. I'm jealous. Yeah, so, so like, didn't get to do that. And so, like, with spring training just starting, it's, it's like, okay, you know, warmer weather is on the horizon. The snow is going to be melting golf courses are going to be opening you know <laughs> you know it's it's like the start of the season right yeah so it's just uh yeah i'm excited for that to finally you know spring to actually be here yeah no it's uh 
yeah, it's been a mild winter, but you know, winters here are never easy. And so now that we're watching golf on TV, and then yeah, it'll be March here this on coming Monday, and that's kind of when it really starts to you start licking your chops. Yeah. Every time, every time the weather gets gets up there, so we can get out and play. And yeah, yeah, this is our last last episode in February, right here. Just about to hop right into spring. Yeah. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll make our picks at the end. But, yeah, I mean, we were talking about Riviera and, yeah, Tigers tournament. And then just that uh, horrible, horrible accident on Monday. You just you feel for the guy. It sounds like he's going to be okay. Just see how long it's uh, how long he's out for. I don't even know more than I mean, we've all been seeing it on the news. I mean, yeah. Question, you know, I think he'll play golf again. It sounds like, like, God forbid, now he's alive. I just wonder, you know, you got to ask the question: Will he ever be like win win again or be competitive? Yeah, pretty pretty sad news to to hear about for sure. Especially since it's you know, um, close to a year anniversary since uh, you know Kobe Bryant's accident too out yeah. there. So yeah. like. You know that that thought you know goes into your head pretty quickly when you hear he's been involved in an accident. Um, it's just kind yeah. of it's just kind of one of those just deja vu scenarios that yep. you just don't want to have happen. Um, but yeah, got a feel for Tiger. Uh, you know he's been you know dealing with um, you know rehab from a recent back surgery, and you had you know this crash in there and some injuries to the leg and ankle um you know that's that's tough <laughs> like he's he's uh, he's gonna be out for a while um obviously neither of us are doctors and we don't really know anything more than what has been you know released um and and tiger's camp is usually pretty you know they're pretty uptight about about information about good old eldrick but um yeah it, you know coming back to golf it's i mean right now it's not even you know it's not even a worry right you just kind of want him to th- thankfully he's alive right and then you just want him to be able to you know get back to actually living a somewhat normal life first and foremost and then and then yeah it, golf can 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 wait after that um you know, if there was ever a player who, you know, I, I would I could see coming back from an injury like this at his age, um, and all the other surgeries that he's had, his injury history, like Tiger would right. be it, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm not going to count him out, but my goodness, it's it's going to be a long road to recovery for sure. Yeah. Well. He's going to have the best surgeons and re- therapists. So, yeah, like you said, if anyone can do it, it's him. So I've been, yeah, I'll be rooting for him to get back out there. Like, you know, hopefully he just has, you know, he can walk again and all those normal things, like the, just those little, it's not even little, but that's like the baseline. Like you just want him to have, you know, be able to get around and not be the bionic man. I mean, hey, that might be the next thing for him, though. You know, cyborg, <laughs> cyborg tiger. 
Oh yeah. To the next, taking it to the next level. He's about to win uh, ten more majors after this with his yeah, cyborg be, body. It'd be Tyborg. Oh my gosh, what a name! What a name, <laughs> Tyborg. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. He's you know we've had this, but we've had this conversation with him plenty of times already. Will he ever win again? Will he ever compete? Will he ever win another Masters after, you know, back surgeries or whatever? We've had this conversation with Tiger before. And and there were times where it looked like he would never, you know, he would never win again on tour. And then he goes on and wins the, you know, the tour championship event. And then the, the Masters in 2019, like, come on. If, if there's anyone that could could come back at Steiger, um, you know, this ain't our first rodeo here with with doubting him or his future. But obviously, obviously, you know, he's getting up there in age, and and his medical history certainly doesn't help him. But yeah, yeah, he's what forty seven this year, so a couple more years, crazy time he'll be on the senior tour. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think, you know, if I, if I had to put money down, I think he competes again at some point, whether it be PGA Tour or Champions Tour. Um, you, no, do you mean he just plays in the tournament or that he's, like, on the leaderboard on Sunday? Plays in a tournament. Yeah. Yeah, he'll do, I mean, he's exempt in whatever, you know. Yeah, that. but... But that's you know that's assuming that his body heals you know correctly and and he can actually go out there and because he's not going to just go out there and play if he doesn't think he can compete he's not going to like that's not Tiger Woods Tiger is well he's going to go he's going to think he can win even though right and for him to well yeah but for him to think he can win his body's got to be in a at a certain level right yeah but he I feel like he's done the. He's gone out before and, like, tried it out, and then, like, you know, my knee started giving out, and he withdraws, you know, medical withdraw or something if things go sideways. But, no, he'll he'll give it a try. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, but if he goes out there, you would think he's gone through the regiment of yeah. physical therapy and his doctors have him approved, and, yeah, he thinks he can right. win. That, that, that's what I mean. Like, he, he, his body recovers to the state where he can play competitive golf again. Yeah. I think I think we'll see that. I don't think he, I don't think he's done from competitive golf uh, unless something you know unless recovery just doesn't go well at all. There's setbacks after setbacks after setbacks. But hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully he's you know able to walk again and able to live a fairly you know normal life. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was gonna say he. Uh, and they, there's an article right now. The sheriff just made a ruling. The cause of Tiger's death was just like purely an accident. So, yeah, I guess that's part in the direction that I mean. I, my speculation was that there was something to do with uh, prescription drugs, you know, based on his history. And I, also, I, on that interview he had with Jim Nance on Sunday, he just he didn't seem quite himself. Like, oh yeah, he, he certainly looked. You know, a little, a little up off. on medi- medication or wasn't something. Wasn't as razor sharp as he usually no. is. 
No. He, yeah, he, he certainly looked off. But, in, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case, but I'm, I'm not the type of person that likes speculating about stuff like that. Yeah, um, I am. <laughs> that's why you're here. Um, <laughs> I'm the color commentator. I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he's certainly, you know, medications could have played a role in the accident, but at the same time, you know, how many accidents do we see of, of people, you know, with, you know, their phones while driving, right? No. Similar type of accidents. I, like I said, I, totally I, could be. I could totally see, you know. I just thought it was odd that there was no skid marks or he, he didn't break at all. So it's maybe, like he passed Maybe the out. brakes, maybe the brakes failed. <laughs> Probably not. But yeah, I mean, yeah, certainly there, there's signs that could point to that for sure. But like, I'm honestly, I don't. Yeah, I don't no, I really, know. I don't really care. <laughs> I never, I don't go all in and say I'm, I'm sure of it. Like I just, that was my original thought. Base, it was also based on seeing that interview. I was like, man, yeah, gotta, I think he's, he must be going through some more pain and stuff. Oh and, yeah, he's coming off of back surgery. He's on medication yeah. for sure. He's yeah, and then it, well, it's well, when's he taking it and when's he driving? Because most of those back medications don't want you to drive and operate motor vehicles. So, yeah, well, there's a lot of medications that say that, that more yeah, very well, cautionary, but odds I mean, might good, mods might be good then that he's on one when, you know, but did it, <laughs> but it, did it affect him and cause it? Yeah, I, I, I think my biggest question is kind of like, well, then again, I, I don't know what he was doing, what his plans were, but like, like he's, he's got to have a team with him that can can drive them places and stuff you know it's kind of it's kind of interesting that when he's on the road like that you know he's not in his home you know area of jupiter florida he's on the road you know he's got a crew with him especially post-surgery right you'd think you'd think he'd have some some folks you know chaperoning him around essentially but yeah, I mean, I think 99% of the time he does. I mean, it's just there's never 100%. This was the one time, hey, I'll just meet you at the course. Like, yeah, whatever. It was just the one time. But, yeah, most, most of the time that's probably the case. So, And like I said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing, what his plans were, what he was trying to, you know, where he was driving to or, or what, what the agenda yeah. was. But, yeah, just uh, unfortunate. Unfortunate news, sad news. Uh, definitely wishing him the best, though. Yeah, definitely wish wish him a healthy and fast recovery. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah did you see the other big news out there this week with the amateur rules? Yeah, not quite not quite in effect yet, but they're thinking about it. Yeah, they, they got proposals the, out there. The proposal, but it's just I'm excited because the last time they did the whole proposal about the rules changes, you know, they really are testing the waters and like telling you what their direction they they want to go is and i mean they ended up changing the rules so i'm optimistic that this is kind of yeah we'll just we'll propose them but yeah i mean that would be it would take effect at the end of this year yeah 20 2022 basically and uh what what are those new rules for amateurs nick what are they yeah, proposing you can, take, uh, you can take money instead of a gift certificate you can take cash um, up, up to, to a certain amount, right? There's yeah. still a limit. <laughs> you know, oh. you can't just be 
you know, playing in tournaments that give a cash prize of like a million dollars. Oh yeah, definitely not. Um, you're, you're no longer an amateur <laughs> at that point. Like, I, I think it's like seven hundred fifty dollars, right? Correct. Yeah, but uh, you know, that's it's just been a big contention for a long time. Like that's like the number one thing is, you know, the golf has gotten around it because they'll give you a gift certificate to the uh, the pro shop. Um, Mm-hmm. So you have to um, spend it on at the course, but well, and you still can't take it if you're in high school. But most colleges, I believe, um, you can. Um, and then what else was it? You can take money for your likeness for colleges. You know, well, that's some of, some of this is just. I wonder what's going to happen. I mean, the NCAA still has to get on board, but you know, well, based on I the think loss, they're. Yeah, I think they're kind of trying to align with what the NCAA is is gonna be doing in the near future with with the whole player likeness and and everything. Yeah. So I I, I think they're just trying to go along with that because that's coming to the NCAA at, at some point in the near future. Yes. They're going to allow athletes to to profit off their likeness or or at least you know get some sort of compensation for it yeah definitely um what else it was like and to get your amateur status back it's only going to be like six months instead of a year um yeah i mean and you can still be an amateur unless you're like technically considered like your head pro at your course a head golf professional or you're giving like instructions yeah you can't be a teaching pro you can't be a had you know golf pro at a course none of, none of that really has changed yeah um, well right because because if you were a head that, that, that part hasn't um, right that's what i mean uh, but in terms of accepting you know prizes and prize money that's changed and that's you know been made a, a bit less arbitrary and more define like it's there's a limit the $750 limit yeah but a big thing is like they're eliminating like sponsorship related restrictions um like on using on using the likeness and stuff so my question is like so how is it going to roll out you know if you're on a high school or if you're on a college team say you're at stanford and you get the next tiger woods coming through there i mean this guy's got a 50 million dollar nike contract uh, or whatever that number is, um, five million, whatever. Let's just say that because they think he's the next big thing, and yeah. So the coach, like the dynamics of how he treats, you know, four of his kids are just playing for uh, their education and for for a scholarship, and then he's got one kid on the team um, who's making five million dollars. And what's that do to like? Does he have to play? Does he have to play that kid a certain amount? Or, I mean, the kid still has to qualify, but there might be more scrutiny on the coach to like, on well, what does your qualification process look like to make it to the next tournament? Um, I don't know. It'll just be, it'll be, it's going to throw a different, and then, yeah, how do your teammates treat you and stuff? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would say that, that I think that's being overblown a little bit because um, that's, 
that's, well, that's what you do here. I know, I know, but but like that's already kind of happening. Yeah, the endorsements aren't there, but like for guys who are the next big thing, like other players know it. You know, you look at college football, college basketball, you know, amateur ranks, and like those players, you know who they are. You know, the te- your teammates know who they are, right? Yeah. Like that doesn't change really, um, and it's not like this this golfer this amateur golfer is playing in college at stanford here if he has a 50 or whatever million dollar like if he has a contract lined up an endorsement contract deal like he probably has it because he's probably pretty darn good yeah right so like of course. I, I would assume he's probably going to be you know He's, he's, he's going to be he's going to be one of the top players, if not the top player on his team. And I I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's being overblown a little bit that that part of it. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's I guess that's kind of the job of of the coaches. Um, and I think I think it's really it's on the coaches. You know what? If if you're if you're if you've got a uh, a player who's you know already got a deal and he's playing for you, and he's you know not putting the work in or, or he's just stinking it up, he's not playing up to his ability. I don't like you. You don't you know you you don't play him essentially. You, you that's that's your job as a coach. Like yeah. um, that not playing him for a tournament or something because he. He had a disciplinary thing or something or whatever it may be. Like that's not going to take away the kid's, you know, endorsement well, deal. What if he missed practice because he had that's, a photo shoot for EA Sports? Then he then he doesn't play. Like sorry, yeah. if, no, it'll work. It's like that. Like that, I feel that. like that's that's just the job of like the coaches should be able to figure that out. And it, you know, you can bench a kid for a tournament or whatever if if he's not you know helping the team essentially yeah um and that you know doing you know just doing that won't take away the kid's endorsement deal the kid's probably still gonna you know go on to to play in tournaments and and win stuff and and be a great golfer but you know why did he come to that school i i don't know you recruited him and he probably likes the school a little bit right (laughs) So I like I I just feel it's kind of getting overblown a little bit. I don't think yeah. it's going to be that bad. No, it'll just be funny to or like interesting to watch with you know what what that ends up looking like. I mean, if they cuz yeah, I mean with money, you know, follows the hype. So then there'll be a little extra scrutiny on some of these college players even knowing that they're, you know, they were the last couple of years they would they would have been good and they're like you know again you know who they are you know that they have a pretty bright future but now it, well he literally has a five million dollar contract with taylor made he's he gets to they fly him around and for whatever reason like again we're just talking about the extreme cases of the next tiger woods you know players that may or may not even finish college at that point because there's just too much gold on the horizon there's but, well uh, there's plenty of players that don't finish college anyway today <laughs> Yeah, not, I mean, not as much as in golf, but in other right. sports, yeah. Um, golf, I think I would say, I'd venture to say majority of players finish. Yeah, but, no, you're you're right. Um, 
but when you look at you know other sports uh, i would say that you know that are going to be dealing with this issue you know pretty pretty big or this has really been an issue for the ncaa popping up especially in like college basketball and college football those are pretty much you know the money-making sports for colleges um like i i if there's if there's not really serious issues in those sports i I don't really see serious issues coming up with with how it's gonna happen in college golf yeah yeah guess we shall see but yeah well pivot into our picks Yes, let's do that. The good old WGC World Golf Championship and concessions. Concession no, no, no. at the at the concession, not in concessions. They're going to be making hot dogs. That's what they're doing. Yeah, the Concession Golf Club, Bradenton, Florida. Ever played there, Nick? Florida. Well, concession. Nope. Ever played in I Florida? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, I have, kind of, technically. Um, didn't play a full round, though. I was I was there on vacation, um, and we decided to go and rent some clubs and play a course, and we got, I don't know, maybe seven holes in, and then, like, thunderstorms came, and we called it a day. <laughs> essentially uh-huh. <laughs> um we weren't like we didn't we weren't down there to golf or anything this was a long time ago and we just said hey what can we do today you want to go try you know find a place to play some golf all right cool but yeah weather weather didn't cooperate um we did have our our the the place we stayed at though was right on a golf course so that was kind of nice Ooh. Right on a fairway there. We didn't. We didn't end up playing that course. We went to a different course that was cheap. But um, yeah, that's my only Florida golf experience. One of one of these days, I'd like to go down there and play. Um, I don't know if it'll be. It probably won't be the concession though. Probably won't be this golf club that we're about. We're about to see. Yeah, you probably have to settle for sawgrass or something. Yeah. Probably. Um, well, uh, you want to uh, start us off? I mean, you uh, who uh, you were the winner last week, so I sure was. Don't you forget it. Doing uh, I mean, it's the WGC, so pretty, pretty good, you know, list of players, right? So. I'm yes. guessing we probably should just just two picks, well, or three picks, but two like no like dark horse, just just two picks, whoever you want. Don't yeah. have, don't worry about rankings or anything, and then we'll make our trunk slammer, I guess. Um, yeah, so let's do that. I will start it off. Um, I am going to go. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a little bit of a, a little bit of a risk here. A little bit, a little bit of stretch, but you know what? I'm feeling it. The home, the home state boy, and go with uh, Billy Horschel. Ooh, interesting. I thought we said we weren't doing dark horses. Oh, but I am. 
Not officially. Not officially. He's bright in my eyes. Uh, unofficially? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to bring it back with Dustin. I mean, I know that's the easy pick, but uh, I really think he's going to have a good week. Uh, one stat I'm really looking at this year is uh, shots gained on approach to the green. It was a little tip I had on uh, for some sports betting. And Dustin happens to be number one in this category year to date through the Genesis. He's uh, He's got the best strokes gained. Um, uh, stat out there, uh, average, average of 1.2 sh- uh, strokes gained, and so they say there's a high correlation. So I'm going to see if that works. Okay, that's my. I mean, that's I, my theory, and I'm I, sticking to it. I picked him last week. Now, yeah, I mean, I feel like we can pick him any week, every week, <laughs> but, but now I have a reason to do it. He is one of those types. He's one of those top players that is usually somewhere. You know, AKA the number one player in the world. Yeah, usually somewhere up there on the leaderboard most weeks. So not a bad pick for sure. Bringing it back, who, who you got? Who's your second pick? Uh, oh, you really put me on the spot uh, now. Again. You should have known that you would have to pick again. This is this is how we do this. It was hard enough for me to get that one. You got, now i got to do this again. Yeah. I know it's tough. It's a tough ask. Um, this one I do want to stretch a little. Who was I looking at? Um, I am gonna go. Uh, Daniel Berger, DB. Yeah, I think you know. Had that uh, win a week ago, I just think he's, you know, he's in a good spot to uh, have another uh, another good week out on the one of the biggest stages. All right, all right. I see what you're doing. I see yeah, what you're doing. Pick. Well, for my second pick, I'm gonna go with another Florida boy. We're going to an all Florida team here. Going with a Florida Florida State alumnus. Oh, Brooks Kepka. You got you got the Daniel Berger. I got the Burger King, the BK, the Brooks Kepka, and the BK. That's what's going on here. I got the Whopper. Is that is that a Burger King thing? Is the Whopper Burger King? Yeah, it's got to be. I believe so. I I never eat there. <laughs> I never I never eat fast food. Uh, obviously. <laughs> Have you seen me? <laughs> Not in a while. I mean, even though I'm looking at you, you know, I haven't seen you in person. Yeah. You could you could be hiding something below that. I desk. might be. It might be. A little 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 you know winter little winter gut here. Um. No, I've been pretty. I've been pretty good with with my weight through this quarantine. Although I I don't ever weigh myself, but I can just I can tell. I've been okay. I've been all right. You can still see your feet. Yeah, I can still I can still still see them. They're still there. <laughs> all right, bring it back with your uh, 
Trunk Slammer. Oh man, Trunk Slammer. Oh boy. Oh man. Um. Oh. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go big here. I'm gonna go, like, a player who you don't think is gonna be at the bottom of the leaderboard. I'm gonna go, off, off the rails. I'm gonna go with a good old Patrick Reed here, for Trunk Slammer. Okay. Little little Georgia boy against against our my Florida guys. So. From Georgia. Little, uh, you know, hey. Here's the thing. You may think, you know, hey, that's a pretty bad pick for a trunk slam award, but you look a couple weeks back, JT was like right at the bottom of the the leaderboard. He he had a bad couple of rounds. Like even good players can have bad weeks. Can have hey, really bad weeks. You don't got to tell me. I just picked Rory who missed the cut at plus 7. Exactly. So. Exactly. So I'm, I'm coming off that. Don't don't you think that you can't pick top players to be slamming their trunks on a on a Friday? Yeah, it, it can happen to anyone. It's a it's a humbling sport. If it can happen to me, it can happen to you. I basically slam my trunk after every round. <laughs> well, if it ha- can happen to Clay. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's immune. Um, well, seeing as I actually do know how to pick the trunk slammer, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Sami Valama Valama Vela. Not gonna make the cut. Vela not gonna make the cut. That's for sure. Sami Valamaki. All right, Mr. No Picture. I see your strategy. That's my nice. It's pretty darn it's pretty darn good strategy. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. So what worked, worked for me last week, so I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to double down on that. All right. So those are our picks for the uh, WGC tournament at uh, the uh, the concessions golf club yeah they say it's the toughest course in florida who says that they do okay, Th- well, those people sounds right then <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well i think we're gonna have to go down and test it out then yeah we'll, we'll be the judges of that yeah, but we'll uh, we'll at least get a at least get a picture of it this this weekend. Yeah, uh, well, I'm because honestly, I've never even heard of it, or I don't think I've seen it. Well, you're about to, Nick. You're about to. If I can find my TV, <laughs> if you can find your TV, did you slam that in your trunk? No, not yet. <laughs> you just got rid of. We got rid of our cable subscription for the winter, and so I'm still. I just I'm trying to catch highlights, or you know, I gotta watch it live if I want to see it. Yeah, I've been uh, been without cable pretty much 
my entire adult life. So yeah, I'm I'm used to uh, I'm used to it. I'm used to working my way around. That yeah, stuff. But you bootleg some kind of stuff off the dark web or something. Hey, hey now, don't be snitching. <laughs> you know what they say: snitches get stitches out there. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this tournament goes. We'll see how they play this tough course. We got. Dustin Johnson versus Billy Horschel. Daniel Berger against Brooks Kepka, And then Slam in the Trunks, Nick Scott. Sammy Valmacki, while I got Patrick Reed. Whew, can I get my third straight victory? Or will Nick break the streak? Nope. Going down. We'll see. We'll see. But until then, thanks for listening. Hit them straight if you can play golf out there. I'll be sitting here watching snow melt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. Peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. (laughs) 